Patriots, this is the Gunny, and you are tuned in to the Patriot Cause. Today we're going to talk about the enemy in the wire. As a military person in the military, we receive orders, and in those orders are specifics about our objective and where we need to go. Part of that is the orientation and the situation. So we're going to talk about the enemy today and how we're orientated towards them and what the situation actually is. We're also going to discuss the mission. What are we to do to help defeat this enemy? We're also going to talk about the execution and the task. What is necessary? What are the steps, step-by-step -step process to actually be victorious and accomplish what our mission is? And finally, I'm going to provide you some resources where you can go learn more about what the enemy is, learn more about how we can defeat that enemy. In the meantime, what you need to do is you need to slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go because we are burning daylight. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. But the technology today, when we get in a car and we get ready to go somewhere, if we've been there before, normally we can just drive right there and turn around and drive right back. But if not, we put the address or location within a GPS type map system in our car and it directs us on where to go and how to get there. Well, back in the day, we didn't have this kind of technology. And especially in the military, you didn't have that type of technology back during World War I, War II, and so forth. So we had to orientate ourselves with a map going, okay, pointing that direction is north, that direction south, and so on. We did that so we can understand and locate and develop a plan towards the enemy. This is what I want to talk to you about today, orientation. We need to orientate ourselves and understanding what the enemy is. So the type of enemy that we're facing today is really no different than our American heroes, patriots, and civilians did when they were fighting in World War II. I know, Gunny, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, they had lots of bullets and artillery and airplanes, and they were shooting at us all the time, and we could die any given moment. But what I'm getting at is this. The cause that we are fighting for, liberty, is the same. And we must step up to the Patriot cause as they did back then. So here's what we're up against. Here's what we're facing. Since the 1960s, a war has been raging. It's not a war between armies or nations. It is a war of ideas. It is being fought between the values of the Enlightenment, the early 
1900s, which has built Western society into this great civilization that we have today. It's up against the values of Marxism and anarchists. Although traditional Marxism or classical Marxism has been effectively extinct since the 90s, now we have cultural Marxism as it spreads like a disease through every aspect of Western society, threatening to become the society crashing down point. This is what's taking the society down. In a nutshell, this is the enemy inside the wire. So today, Western politics, education, and even the popular entertainment are saturated with Marxism values. There's an atmosphere authoritative intolerance for honest disclosure and freedom of speech. That's a huge issue of what we're face, facing with. This intolerance. Intolerable people controlling government, entertainment, education, the whole gamut. This is what we are up against. And I want you to listen to this particular soundbite from the HBO series, the Band of Brothers. We were in a store and a guy in that store told us to put our uniforms on. What the hell are you talking about? He says, the USA is in a war with Japan. We couldn't believe it. Well, our country was attacked. It's a different. It wasn't like Korea or Vietnam. We was attacked. And, you know, it was a feeling that uh, Maybe we're just dumb country people, but where I come from, but uh, we a lot of us volunteered. Who would like to volunteer for the tank corps? Who would like to volunteer for the Air Force? Who would like to volunteer for the Navy or whatever? And then uh, they said, who would like to volunteer for the Airborne? So we said, what the hell is the Airborne? Nobody ever heard of it. The guy said, well, you jump out of airplanes. You know, you got all your army equipment, and you jump out of airplanes by, uh, to fight the enemy. They said, Go to hell. Nobody put up their hands. And then I don't know what it was brought it up, but the, the guy giving the, the speech was saying, but you get paid $50 a month more. So that made it 100 bucks. Take a moment and just let the words of those heroes sink in. Think about what they said. America was attacked. They were mentioning the fact that they didn't do anything. They didn't provoke anybody. They were attacked. And the country knew it. And they all stood together. And they knew they had a big task to do that. So the enemy that they had back then is very, very similar to the enemy that we have today. They're attacking America. They're attacking our values. And they're attacking our way of life. So as I'm talking about who the enemy is, I want you to think back again to what they're saying. You know, they're volunteering. They raise their hand and say, yep, I'll do it. I'll do it. What do I got to do? So think about this. The first enemy that I'm going to mention today that is in the wire and has been in the wire for quite some time originated in Germany, believe it or not. Not saying it had anything to do with Hitler, but it originated in Germany, Antifa. What is Antifa? One of the things we've got to identify is who the enemy is. 
Can't defeat them if we don't know who they are, what they stand for, and why they're here. So let's talk about this. They're an umbrella that includes a number of loosely affiliated groups whose number vary and which are spread across the country. It's a movement of leftists and anti-racists rather than an actual group. Antifa adheres their mission as using direct action up to and including violence to fight fascism and alt-right is what they're saying that they're doing. They believe that law enforcement is complicit in the white supremacy and that democracy is in danger. Wow, democracy is in danger. So I'm going to use violence to fight against the very police that help protect us based on the laws of democracy. Simply amazing. So Antifa, number one enemy as it relates to what's going on. Next one to talk about is BLM. That's all I'm going to say. BLM, anti-police, anti-white, anti-capitalist, and most of all, they say that they are proud neo-Marxists. They happily identify themselves as neo-Marxist movements with various far-left objectives, including defunding the police, to dismantling capitalism, and the patriarchal system. Disrupting the Western prescribed nuclear family structure, which is important. Family breaks up, the country breaks up. That simple. They're seeking reparations from slavery to reduce wealth or redistribute wealth and via various offshoot appeals to raise money to bail black prisoners awaiting trial. So what they this organization does and what the leftist is good at is separating dividing not only the country, but the people within it from each other. Perfect example of what Marxism is. You get everybody against each other, fighting against each other, and then they send in the knight in shining armor to rescue everybody, and then they become the tyrant in charge of everything. A couple other ones we got to talk about is the Communist Party of the United States. They're in there. Democratic Socialists of the United States. Again, these are organizations. These are actual organizations in America. Finally, one that's dear, dear to my heart as a military guy is an individual that as soon as I hear his name, I just want to cringe because I absolutely believe that this man thinks he is God on earth. He is in charge of everything and all his money brings all that, quote, glory to him. And his name is George Soros. A little history, George Soros is from Hungary. He has been kicked out of his own country because of the vast trouble and financial world he has done across the world. Uh, but he has this organization since 1993 called the Open Society Institute. It has become the main hub of the Soros-funded network of more than 20 national and regional foundations. So he's putting together a international army against each other. So he's dividing the world based upon the same types of principles. He wants to eliminate nations. Built on Soros' anti-capitalization, redistribution, the organization gives away nearly a billion dollars per year to these left-wing organizations around the world. A billion dollars per year. 
what he's doing most of all today is he is funding local, local government elections, like sheriffs, et cetera, et cetera. Not just federal or state. We're talking local races. He's putting money in to these local races. This is his words, and I quote, which explains everything when it relates to what this man thinks. The main obstacle to a stable and just world in the United States is a harsh, indeed for me painful, thing to say, but unfortunately I'm convinced it is true. The main obstacle to a stable and just world order is the United States. George Soros. Well, patriots, I'm here to tell you that is the biggest tremendous lie I've ever heard in my life. The United States has given billions of dollars, sent millions of people in all the countries all over the globe in the goodness of God's grace in our heart to help our fellow man all over the globe. All over. To think that we are an obstacle, we're an obstacle to the world, absolutely unbelievable. Part of understanding the complete situation is also, who are the friendly forces in this fight? Who are we with? Who is our allies against these enemies that we talked about in the wire? When we're talking about the enemies in the wire, what I'm saying, they're here. They're in your backyard. They're in your education system. They're in your court system. They're here. They're all over the place. But they're not going to identify. It's like they got a big red hat going, I'm a Marxist. They're not, you're not just going to be able to identify these people walking around on the street, but you can identify them in their policies. You can identify them with the education system and who is doing what. So the friendly forces here Number one is the United States veteran. You as a veteran, me as a veteran, we have a voice. We have a voice to everyone in this country. Everyone, even on the Democrat side, they understand the sacrifices veterans made for the foundation of America. Some of them may not agree with it. Some of them may be far left where they could care less. But overall, the patriots of this country believe and trust in the veterans. There's two organizations that we talk about and they're specifically on the website that you can check out. One of them is called Veterans in Defense of Liberty. Here is from their website. Again, a lot of these, this information I'm feeding you, you can find in the show notes. You can just look in the show notes and it take you to the websites where I'm getting this information from. But the Veterans of Liberty is this, bearing the authority entrusted to us by our founding fathers and recognizing that liberty is endowed by our Creator and protected by our Constitution, we pledge to protect ourselves, each other, our prosperity, our states, and our country by defending our Constitution as a contract, not a living document. You don't just change the Constitution because you're in charge of something or you got elected. Oh, I don't like that part of it, so I don't do it. For all abuses of power, violations, and tyrannical acts from within or from without our nation and our government. Veterans in Defense of Liberty. 
The second one I want to talk to you about, which is, again, these are friendly forces. These are forces with us as veterans to help us in this fight. Give us the tools necessary so we can understand what we need to do. Convention of States action. They build or building an engaged army of self-governing grassroots activists. That is what their mission is. To build an army of self-governing grassroots activists. These are people that are coming together based on the Constitution to reestablish self-governance against the federal government, against the leftists, against the elite class, self-governing. Communities standing up. Our aspirational goals of the Convention of States is this, to inspire a political and spiritual awakening. What that means is if you don't follow politics, I'm not into that. I don't got anything to do with that. I have to follow the politics. Let me tell you what the gunny did. For 22 years, the gunny never voted. The whole time I was in the military, not going to lie about it. Never pulled the voter level. Never thought about it. Didn't care who was elected. I lived my life, kept in my little bubble, took care of my family. Everything was kosher. Ah, that's somebody else's problem. 2008 election was the first time I pulled the lever and voted, and I haven't stopped since. Not only haven't stopped, I'm ingrained in the political understanding of our country, and I'm ingrained in the spiritual awakening of our country because our God and our Bible is the law of the world, especially the United States. And the glory goes to him. But we're the ones that need to inspire a political and spiritual awakening along with convincing the state. So they're friends also. So that's our friendly forces that we know of. These are people that I know of that we can link up directly today and make things happen. Okay, so now we're oriented. We know what the situation is now, and we know who the enemy is that we're actually going after. But most important now, we have friendlies. We know who is with us and who is going to help us and people that we can link up together to actually accomplish the next step, which is the mission. So what is our mission as it relates to this situation? Again, the situation, Marxism and anarchists. Marxism, anarchists. That's the situation. So we want to deny the enemy's intent to destroy American values and our democracy by deploying a systematic and constant engagement. Constant engagement. So it's not like you do it once and then you stop. It's a never-ending battle. So think of it this way. If I was actually in a war where I was shooting bullets at the enemy, okay, if I, if I only shot one magazine of five bullets and didn't kill all the enemy, they're going to keep shooting at me, which means i got to keep putting more bullets in it. Well, in this situation, they never run out of bullets. They are never, ever, ever going to run out of bullets until we take the bullets away from them.
That's how they run out of bullets. That's how they run out of their steam. Okay? So constant engagement. You're always talking to them. Here is who you're constantly engaged with. Federal, state legislators. The people that get elected into these positions. We'll talk more about those. The local community, the leaders of the local community, the education system within your local community and the states, per se, because the states has a lot to do with how they're educated, and veterans organizations, which most of us, or a lot of us veterans, are actually part of. Now, the reason we're part of these veterans organizations is because we're relating to individuals that know the situations that we are in or have been in. And it's a family. It's a it's a unity together to talk about, you know, our past, our present, our future, to help each other. Lots of us get together when we need to, to help a veteran, whether it's financial, whether it's we go and help fix their water heater, whatever it is. So veterans organizations are absolutely part of that, extremely part of that as it relates to that. Family and friends also. Family and friends are part of this. Okay, so we want to deny the enemy's intent to destroy American values and our democracy. Also to expose them to the lies and propaganda from the anti-American organizations. So we want to expose the legislators, all the people that are sitting with their little eyeballs closed and their head stuck in the sand and ignoring the developments of this, these, this massive organization taking over our country. We also want to build a strong veterans coalition. So we want to come together as a veterans coalition in these different types of organizations. Veterans in Defense of Liberty, Convention of States, veterans organizations that you're part of. And design these organizations towards a common goal of constitutional freedom from suppressive violence and anarchy by the Marxism. We're only going to handle this for so long. I guarantee you that. But if we don't act now with our voices and help to get the people on the right track to understand that as farther down the road that we go and the more violent and the more extremists that they get, the harder it is to turn them back. Basically, the more bullets and the bigger the bullets get, the longer we wait. So we have to think about that. Finally, we need to demand the education system restore the fundamental true history of America and remove any material that is contrary to our history. I can't stress that enough. To me, that's one of the number one things that we as veterans and patriots and civilians can actually do. We can actually change this. We can say enough is enough. Take the crap out of the education system and stop indoctrinating our kids with this Marxism. America is the greatest country and there ain't nothing that you can ever prove to any of us that it's not. So we need to fight back. We need to tell the education systems, go to a board meeting, bring 40, 50 veterans with you, have your five minutes in, in, on the spotlight with the mic and basically tell them. You change this. You take this out. 
you go back to what our country is. You support our Constitution. You support freedom of the citizens within this state and this county, or we're going to take you out. We're going to take you out of the office. Whatever it takes, your name is going to go on a list, and we're going to spend our time and our effort to get you out of the seat that you're sitting in because you're destroying our country and you're destroying our children. So now we know what the mission is. Now we know what we have to do. This is what we can use to determine whether or not we are successful or not. The mission. Deny the enemy's intent of destroying the values. Engaging with the federal, state, local authorities, education system, your families, your friends, and tell them we got to do something. We got to get off the couch and, like I said in the last podcast, stop eating your bonbons, grab your constitution, and drive down the road and go talk to your brothers in arms or your uncle or your aunt and say, I've had enough. I'm a veteran and I've had enough. I'm not going to take this anymore. Here's what we need to do and get them involved. They can be part of these organizations. They don't, you don't have to be a veteran to be part of Convention of States. They can support their, their local government and, and be part of self-governance and join Convention of States so we can uh, do this mission. It doesn't have to necessarily be a veteran. It could be our, us as veterans and everybody that we know, all our internal family and friends. Okay, so how do we execute this? What are we going to do to make this happen? What are we going to do to accomplish this mission or accomplish our goals and objective as the patriots that we are? As American veterans, we will identify the primary organizations which are fighting towards the destruction of the American history and our values. I give you most of those big, big hitters today. I'm going to call them the large cannons, okay? That's really what they are. You know, they're the big 105s, the, the bombs, you know, the 2,500-pound bombs. and the, That's what this is. This is, oh, should I say this is really what this is, is the elephant in the room. This is what that is. That's the big elephant in the room. And it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So we have to identify them. So we do that. Expose them to the general public and the legislators and deny them the ability to go completely unopposed and reduce their ability to affect political change and education and indoctrination of Marxism and anti-anarchist uh, goals. Expose them to the general public. Gunny, they already know. Right. They do. They know who they are. But see... They deny it, or they don't want to have nothing to do with it, and they don't say anything. That's what you're exposing. You're exposing their lack of patriotism, their lack of the Constitution, their lack of the law. You're exposing them against this enemy. Deny them the ability to go completely unopposed. Think about how important that is. Deny them the ability to go completely unopposed. And many, many times, how many times have we heard this term limits in, in Congress or term limits in the states or whatever? And you got people that are doing four and five decades 
in the government. Four on five decades. Reduce their ability to effect political change. We are self-governing. We the people are courting the Constitution of the United States. And we can make it happen. If we get off the couch and get out there and actually do something towards this. So I want to throw something in here real quick called the concept of operations. What are the concepts? So using all the digital and voice communication tools that we have. So now we can reach not only in the United States, we can reach the globe. As a veteran, you can get on there, Facebook and computer and smartphones and Twilo and Twitters and whatevers, you know, and, and spread this word and say the veterans are had enough. We're tired. And we're so tired that we're going to get off the couch. That's how tired we are. We're going to get off the couch. We're going to go out there. We're going to put our hats on. And we're going to go fight the fight. That's what we're going to do. Now, through, through continuous communication and discussions, discussions with the people we're talking about, right? Legislators, education system, continued discussions with them, we can expose the lies and the propaganda and tell them we know. You can no longer snowball us anymore. You can't push us under the rug. Oh, they're not going to do anything. We're just going to continue down our little progressive trail and we'll just keep indoctrinating them. Oh, and by the way, while I'm doing that, I'll get reelected and I'll get more and more money and I'll get richer and richer. And next thing you know, I got $50 million and I've been in the Senate and in Congress four years. Absolutely unbelievable. And you know what I'm talking about. You know, we've had this discussions with our families, our friends, our veterans, people we know. We've had these discussions. But you're sitting on the couch talking about it. And you continue to sit on the couch and talk about it. We got to get up. Okay, so that leads me to what are the tasks? What are the things? What are the steps? Right? And I'm going to kind of break this down Barney style, as we say in the Marine Corps. Let's do this Barney style so we can all get a, a comprehension of this, you know, step one, step two, step three. The first thing I would like for every veteran that is listening to my voice today and veterans' families that are listening to my voice today, if you're a patriot and you care about the Constitution of the United States, then you need to go and join the Convention of States cost you absolutely zero dollars out of your pocket. Not a penny to join and support the Constitution of the United States through the Convention of States. If you're a veteran, you need to go to conventionofstates.com slash veterans. And that's a direct link for you to join the Convention of States as a veteran. You can volunteer. You can become a veteran leader. That's step one. You need to do that today. Step two, you need to join the Veterans in Defense of Liberty. You need to go to that website, vitalamerica.com, V-I-D-O-L, america.org. I'm sorry, .org, not .com, and go join them and become part of a, an actual military-style structure organization in your state and stand up and be a veteran leader and say, had enough, 
Time to do it. Time to do it. Put your put your ball cap on. Okay. Put your go fasters on. Sneakers for those that are not Marines. Go fasters. That's what they are. Or you can go and put your boots on, as we say, and get out there and get dirty. Get dirty with the mouth. That kind of didn't sound too good, but it's true. Get dirty with the mouth. Get out there with them. Fight. You need to visit the Citizens for Self-Governance website. What does it mean to be self-governing citizens? Go to Citizens of Self-Governance. Learn it. We're the ones that have the power. We are the ones in this country that have the power. Even today with all the mess that's going on. But if we don't get people on the same light with the same unity of freedom and liberty and justice for all, they will break it up until it dismantles because we didn't say anything. We didn't do anything. We didn't get off the couch. Contact and voice your concerns to the state legislators and the state senators. If you do not have a direct line or direct communication, whether it's email, phone call, letters, handwritten letters to your representatives in your state, you're failing your veterans. I don't care who they are. I don't care what they believe. You are a constituent of that person. You're a veteran. You have rights and they must and we'll listen to you. You get enough veterans in a room, been there, done that. I don't care what side of the fence these legislators are on. You get enough of us in a room, ears. You will get their attention because they know what we have and how how we can influence a election of a veteran, or I mean of a senator and a representative. So you need to do that. You need to contact all the federal, your federal senators, and representatives on the federal side. Same thing. Oh yeah, they're probably going to give you a default you know, letter that comes back. But some of them will actually write you back a hand letter if you voice your opinion correctly. Give you an example. A friend of mine is writing a book. Very good, very good person. He is writing a book specifically about the budget of the federal government and so forth. He got a handwritten letter back from President Trump. Because he sent this information, this manuscript, to the Trump campaign and President Trump sent him a letter back, handwritten by him, thanking him for what he's doing. A guy in Arkansas. He's got a PhD, smart guy, but still, he did it. Local community, contact him. Go to the meetings, stand up, go to the meetings, do what you got to do. Participate and join in the veterans. If you're, in a, if you're a veteran and you're not in a veteran's organization, you're just one. You're just one guy sitting in a chair. You get with a veteran's organization, the numbers build up. People listen to that. The American Legion is the largest veteran's organization. And they're huge. And the reason they're huge is because they are got a direct influence directly with Congress. They're the number one seed. The, the, batting, the number one batter that stands up is American Legion for the veterans. If they wasn't there, I guarantee you a lot of your benefits would not either be cut or gone. The American Legion Veterans Association like them do that. So you need to get out there. Use social media tools if you can. If you know how to use it, use it all the time. If not, ask somebody, maybe your grandkids to, to teach you. 
It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Remember, information technology can be good and it can be bad on both sides. Think about this. Because of the internet, there are millions of people around the globe that has got the gospel of Jesus Christ and never heard it in their life. But it comes across the internet. Think about that one. That's the good with the internet. Finally, I want to say this. You've got to stay in contact with your family and your friends, and you've got to keep them informed. So when you join the Convention of States, when you join VITAL, when you go and look at the self-governance, the knowledge that you acquire, you can pass that to your family. You can pass that to your kids to circumvent what has been injected into their brain in the education system. You can say, let me tell you what the truth is. Let me tell you what more Americans than anybody else believe in. The truth. And you got to keep them informed. So I, I want to end with this. I want to end with this. We do nothing. Nothing's going to happen. They're going to win. They're going to destroy the country. They're going to put you in some little home somewhere because you're fighting. They're going to lock you up in prison. They're going to do something to prevent you and take your liberty away from you at some point in time if this continues. They will squash you like a bug. If you have any discontent against them, how do we know that? Look at China. Anyone in that country goes against that CCP, the Communist Party, they take care of them. And you know what I mean. So you can sit and do nothing or you can get out there and fight. So the resources that I'm going to talk about, again, are on the podcast, inside the, the, the notes in the podcast. But you can look those up. But the main thing is, is go to your, you can go to the Senate.gov or you can go to House.gov for federal, you know, www.senate.gov and www.house.gov and find your representatives if you don't know who they are. The Department of Education. Education. You can look them up in Google. Department of Education. Write them. Send them a letter. Be honest. And there's one organization called MilitaryLife.com, and there's resources there, associations, military associations that we can get involved in. So the bottom line is this, patriots of America, wake up. You got to do something. You got to get involved, and you've got to bring an army with you, everyone. You got to talk to your families. You got to stand up, and you got to do this. So I appreciate everyone listening to the podcast. You can go to the website, The Patriot Cause. At the bottom, there's a form you can fill out if you need. If you want to contact me, leave me your comments, suggestions. Uh, if you leave me a contact info, I'll be, I'll be glad to get back with you uh, and do that. But I'm going to leave you with this. This is the words from General Dwight D. Eisenhower, Supreme Allied Commander, when, he got, when they got ready to go and do D-Day. He told this to all the soldiers, sailors, and airmen. Soldiers, sailors, and airmen of the Allied Expeditionary Force, you are about to embark upon the greatest crusade toward which we have striven these many months. The eyes of the world are upon you. Good luck, and let us all beseech the blessings of Almighty God upon this great and noble undertaking. This is the words that these great patriots got that knew 
Some of them knew absolutely they would lose their life, but they did not stop. They went and did the job. That's exactly what we need to do. We need to follow in the footsteps of these great, absolutely wonderful heroes that has created and sustained this country for all of these years. And I'd be darned if this gunny is going to let these people just stomp on me without one hellacious fight. So you got the tools, you got the mission, you know what you need to do, let's get out there and do it. Stand up, show up, and for God's sake, speak up. This is the gunny out.